Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. Jeremy, uh, I gotta ask you, have you checked our uh, raindelaypod at gmail.com uh, recently for any new emails? Uh, no, not not really. Okay, no. cool. I, I haven't either, and I've been a little nervous that maybe the Cubs had uh, sent us uh, some kind of email or tried to get in contact with us, uh, threatening us to not talk bad about Addison Russell. Um, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, because uh, uh, allegedly they've uh, they've been doing that. Uh, All right. Yeah. So I, you know, this is the uh, I don't I don't know if that's true or not. It's just been going out through the Twitterverse. But uh, this is the week that Addison Russell is supposed <laughs> to return to the Cubs. I wonder. I mean, it it seems appropriate. Yeah. I mean, threaten to beat him up if they talk about Addison Russell, right? Right. Yeah. There you go. Um. I uh, uh, at least verbally, ab- ab- uh, you know, abuse him. Right. Yeah. Well. Well. Here's here's my thing, Jeremy. I yes. I don't understand why <laughs> they why they need to bring Addison Russell back at all. They seem to be doing fine without. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe he said like, "Hey guys, I'll I'll play like I did in the in 2016 playoffs." Maybe like, uh, but yeah, it's it seems it's it doesn't seem like it's worth the uh, publicity damage that they're gonna take and that they have been taking that they will take. Yeah, because uh, I think they're doing fine with Descalso and uh, yeah. Zobrist and yeah. Bodie. And who who goes if they is it Zagunis? Is he still on the club? He is. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, I'm trying to think if they have any other like fringe guy around right now. <laughs> I don't. I guess not. Yeah. So I, I guess yeah, Zagunis would. Yeah. yeah, it just it, to me it just seems like uh, such an unnecessary distraction to a team that's like just kind of trying starting to find their way and had found their way the last couple of weeks. Yeah, right. I don't really want to see him back, but I just wanted your opinion on that. Yeah, no, um, oh yeah, definitely. Well, I, yeah, I, and, and no judgments, no judgments, strictly on a baseball sense. But yeah. it's, it's hard to talk about him without that. For sure. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't know. It's 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 tough. I think like, um, I I definitely like. Was conflicted about the the Earldus Chapman being on the uh, the sixteen Cubs. Mm-hmm. It turned out as best as it could. Like he he wasn't on the mound when they got the 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 the, the last out. Right. Um. And so it almost seems like they dodged a bullet there. So now they're like willingly going to it. I know that they like feel more ties to him because he came up. Like he wasn't drafted by them, but he came up for the last part of his development with them. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I I don't. Uh, I would have been fine if they moved on. For sure. You know, we'll see. I, I mean, I guess, whatever. So, like, on one hand, you can say he deserves a second chance. I don't know. Whatever. I, I you know, I don't feel like... I'm not, like, going to, like, say, like, we still believe in you, Edison. Like, right. So, whatever. Whatever happens. Right. And, you know, I, I root for a franchise who cheered Josh Hader when he came back. So, however, whatever whatever Addison Russell's reception is, it's not going to be more uh, uh, in. In poor taste. Poor taste than the Brewers <laughs> gave uh, Josh Hader. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh, speaking of uh, you know uh, players coming up through the Cubs organization, Jack, I, I gotta I gotta mention we don't usually talk about this stuff, but um, I uh, I attended a game solo yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, Fort Wayne Tin Caps of uh, the Midwest League versus the South Bend Cubs. Uh, and South Bend is a place that I've been wanting to go for a long time since mm-hmm. the Cubs got uh, an affiliate there. Yeah. Um, and so I finally made it out there. For people who don't know, um, you know, we're in Chicago, and uh, it, you know, April 27th, uh, it snowed. It snowed like three, four inches or whatever, and it was like dirty, ugly, slushy, yeah. wet snow. that was Saturday. That was Saturday. And so they got <laughs> they got snowed out, actually. And so Sunday was a doubleheader. And um, they uh, so I went – I was going to go to the game anyway, and then when I found out it was a doubleheader, it was like that's, you know, bonus, whatever. Um, so I went out, uh, drove out there, and um, – uh, it, it was pretty awesome. Like, you know, got to see some like Cubs prospects. Usually like it's rare that we can see that I can see like uh, Cubs prospects because um, since the Kane County left, there's no real like um, Sa- South Bend is like the closest team to, to Chicago. Is this high A? Um, it's, uh, I, it's, for, it's escaping me now, but they're the same league as the Kane County Cougars. Oh, so that's low A. That's low A. Okay. Yeah. So they're in low A. Um, and, uh, 
Um, so let's see, Cole Roederer was there, uh, their second round pick last year. Uh, Braylon Marquez, uh, their top pitching prospect, I think their fourth overall prospect was there. And um, for the uh, Fort Wayne Tin Caps, there's there's a lot of guys. Uh, three guys uh, from the draft last year um, by the uh, uh, Padres are, are there as well, including Ryan Weathers, son of David Weathers. Stor- Stormy Weathers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and so so Ryan Weathers and Braylon Marquez faced off against each other, which so is <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, and normally, again, normally I don't talk about, we don't talk about our solo, um, you know, ventures out to the ballpark, like, in depth. But I had to say there were a couple stories that happened yesterday that, like, we would have died uh, to have to have for us for podcast fodder. So I just okay. wanted to talk about them real quick. Um Number one, uh, let's see. Um, there was uh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll say this one first, real quick. I went into the gift shop. They have this really awesome gift shop in left field. That it's like an old synagogue or something. Mm-hmm. It looks like an old like church building or school building, schoolhouse building, and uh, it's like their 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 team store. And uh, I bought a South Bend Cubs hat. Um, and it's pretty cool. Like their logo is like slightly. It's a slight variation of the Cubs. It has like this like Cub cartoon logo on it anyway um so it's cool so i got it they had a low profile hat Ooh. which we haven't talked about this have we talked about this on the podcast maybe briefly okay i know we me and you have talked about yeah. it uh off 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 the pod <laughs> yeah um, but um so we wear low profile hats which like if you don't know like it's like a it, it's it rises lower on the head it sits lower to the head so like a standard hat that I guess um, most people wear is it looks like a big like pope hat on us. It looks like bad, um, and so we we both like kind of like prefer the low profile hats. Yeah. And uh, once I discovered this, that's what got me back into buying hats because the fitted ones like look dumb on me. Anyway, so they had a low profile hat. I bought one. I talked to the woman who was uh, running checking me out, and I'm like, I, yeah, I like I like that you guys carry the low profile hats. And she's like, they're new this year. Um, next year. Uh, all my players are going to be wearing them and uh, we'll have the other alternate design in low profile and so on and so forth, whatever. And I'm like, Oh really? That's cool. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I always wondered if the players, cause this is something we've discussed, um, yeah. whether the players wear low profile. Cause you know, as it turns out, all the players look cool in their hats. Yes. They don't have a hat where they look like the Pope. No. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, so we figured that they had some kind of choice or whatever. And so I said to the woman, I'm like, yeah, we were, I've, I've wondered this. I wondered, I don't know if they got to choose or not. And she's like, they choose whatever I give them. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's weird. It's wow. like, she was super nice, but yeah. then she like decided to throw down about the low profile hats. Yeah, my goodness. And so she's like, next year they'll all be wearing them. And like, yeah, and it's like, they'll, they'll wear what I give them or whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, again, we talk about how these players, rough it driving these like riding these buses from town to town right it's like now they got like their the gift shop owner slash uh uniform coordinator like giving them like you're gonna wear this hat you mm. you, you whiny bastard <laughs> um so but that was interesting so i guess she made the choice that they're all gonna wear low profile hats anyway so that was one thing second thing was uh I went during the game because I was afraid that the gift shop was going to close. So I walked over to the gift shop during uh, the game. And, like, you know, because it's a minor league game, you can see the field at all times, basically. And so I was walking fast because I wanted to miss as little action as possible. And I was also, like, I kept looking back to the field to to make sure I didn't miss anything. And as I was walking over, (sighs) this, like, dirty, scary-looking dude approached me. And And he looked... You know, I'm trying to be sensitive here, but I'm also trying to give an accurate description. He 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 looked like drugged out a little bit, um, and uh, you know, uh, he he said to me, he's like, "Hey hey man, do you know where the South Bend Veterans Hospital is?" Mm. And I'm like, "No man, sorry." Yeah, and uh, and he's then he's like, well, "Do you got any money or something or like whatever?" Like he asked me for something. Was this inside? This, this was is inside in the, the stadium. This Good is in Lord. the ballpark. Yeah, it's 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 like if you were walking like you know to like. The left field corner in Wrigley. Yeah. And on the concourse, someone came up to you, like, who looked like a homeless person was, like, begging for money or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so he was, like, he, he was, like, hounding me. Yeah. Because he started following me. And then, and so, like, keep in mind that I'm walking fast. Yeah. And I keep looking behind me. So the guy probably thought I was scared of him. Right. But I was just trying to watch the game. And so, like, he's, like, he, he, he asked me for something, like, you know, could, could I have some money or whatever? Um, and uh, I actually think he said like no the, this first so so he he I walked by him and he's like you got any money man for a bus ticket he's like because after this I'm gonna be stuck in South Bend and I'm like sorry man 
And uh, and I just kept going. Yeah. Right. And so then I go and I buy the hat. <coughs> Lady gets uh, aggro about the teen low profile hats. Right. I come out and again I'm I'm walking fast because I want to catch the rest of the 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 game. And I look ahead and he's there. He's standing like on the side, just waiting for someone. And keep in mind too, this is so there. It was a straight double header, right? And if you think the stadium clears out for like a White Sox uh, straight double header, imagine what it was like when you start with like. 2,000 people um, in an A-ball game. There was like 100 people there. So this guy doesn't have a lot of people to harass. And right. luckily, I walked by him twice. Yeah. So he, so I, I start approaching, and I see him see me, and like he primes himself ready to come at me again. And like he's holding like a little thing of cotton candy, like a bag of chips and like a bag of pretzels or something. He's holding it, and he's like, Hey man, they gave me this stuff to eat, but I, you know I, I'm not going to eat it. Could, could you give me some money for it? And I'm like, sorry, what? man. Yeah. And My like, goodness. and there were security guards like nearby, yeah. or whatever. And uh, he said one more thing. He's like, seriously, can can you give me any money? I'm like, sorry, dude, I don't have any money. Yeah. And I just kept walking. And it's it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on yeah. in South Bend? I I want to know how the guy got in the game. Well, so so then what happened is like after the game ended, uh, there was like this autograph session or whatever, which I stood stood around for. But they were like, all right, fans, line up in section one hundred four, and we'll, you'll be led out onto the onto the field to get autographs or whatever. And so as we were like lined up in the uh, stadium, uh, waiting to go on the field, there were guys going through all the aisles cleaning up, and there was one guy who was not the same guy that I encountered, but he had like, (coughs) he had tattoos on his skull. Yeah. He had like, it was the thing where like, he clearly had his head shaved. It was tattooed and then hair started growing through it. Yeah. And then it was shaved on the side, like low and then longer on top. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy might be an ex-con. Oh yeah. Or something. Yeah. Something unseemly like to society. And, and then there was another guy who looked like, looked, pretty disheveled with like a bag cleaning up garbage so apparently what happens is south bend the south bend cubs hire like vets homeless people ex-cons whatever to clean up the stadium after the game wow and apparently they come in early yeah and (laughs) hang around for the last couple innings of the game (laughs) so i don't know what the hell is going on i mean and seemingly south bend is a bastion like is a uh a ray of light in in indiana yeah which is uh, otherwise, uh, an armpit of yeah. the United States. Apologies to any. Uh, actually, we do have some Indiana listeners, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you would disagree with me. There's, there's, there are pockets. There are um, somewhat uh, uh, enlightened pockets of, of Indiana. But I will say this, Jack. I saw two con- Confederate flags on the drive to South Bend. Okay, and that okay. was in northern Indiana. We're okay. not even getting to like middle or central or south southern Indiana. Sure. So. I'll just let that speak for itself, I guess. Yeah, there is a certain hatred that Chicagoans have for Indiana that perhaps I don't necessarily share, but I do agree that Indiana is, uh, well, trash for the most part. Yeah, it's unseemly at at best. Yeah. Um, So, so yeah, you have Indianapolis. Even Indianapolis is, like, weird and segregated. But, um, but, so, I don't know what's going on over there, but it's, like, uh, so... Hashtag Indiana, I guess. Yeah, you know, just okay. Like something is so White Sox. Uh-huh. Um, that being said, one more thing from the game yesterday. This this would have been like a main event story of a, of a White Sox game. But we were I was sitting um but be, like between like behind the Iowa or the uh, South Bend Cubs dugout, right? So seven I was sitting seven rows up, I think. Um and uh they don't have an upper deck, but they have like this like kind of like raised section behind us that's like kind of like uh there's a a railing that's separating it whatever and uh there was like a family there whatever and like at some point during the game this kid just starts wailing he's like and like and like there were two women in front of me and like one woman turned around to look because it sounded like the parent was abusing the child yeah i also heard i also like was standing by a group of like a family like a mother, son, a mother, uh, father, and then two daughters. And the girl like accidentally spilled her drink, and he goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I was just like so bummed out. Like yeah. it's like I, yeah. it, it was a real bummer. Yeah. So I was, I wouldn't have been surprised if there was more child abuse going on. Right. Um, and this kid was like just going crazy, and like yeah. So so there were two women in front of me. One of them turned around to look to see what was going on, and I wouldn't do it because I want to watch the game. And uh, and then I don't want to be like a gawker or whatever. Um, but she was looking 
in a concerned way. Mm-hmm. There was people behind us in between us and the screaming kid. And she's like, kid got his foot stuck in the seat. And like we turn around and I, and I look and like you see the folding seat. It's a normal stadium folding seat, right? Yep. Like it's round. The back is rounded. The, the butt part is rounded and it collapses mm-hmm. up, right? Uh, or it folds up, whatever. The kid's foot was on the ground and then he was like standing on the seat. Like, yeah. So he had been standing on the seat. His foot went through and was like on the ground. Yeah. Now, Jack, I, I, I maybe I should have like told, told you about this beforehand so we could kind of like so you can visualize it in your head. But like you know what that gap looks like, right? When when the seat closes, right? Yeah. Because yeah. this is rounded and this is rounded. So yeah. when when it closes, it it forms like kind of like a, a sure a, a parenthesis. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Shape, yeah. Right? So if your foot's stuck in there. You just lift it up and and step out of yeah. the seat. It's right? not like it's caught in a vice. No, or even like yeah. I mean, just whatever. Like, I can't even I can't even like fathom what what happened. But like, yeah. the, the seat was a little bit down. Yeah, which makes the the opening more narrow. Yeah, but like, okay. So then you just someone holds the kid. You lift the seat up, and then you lift him lift him out. Yeah. And so I couldn't understand, and this was going on and on and on and on. Yeah. And like I couldn't understand what the problem was, and so I I started looking and and like was trying to figure out what was going on, and I'm like, am I not seeing something? Mm-hmm. Like, and there were like these little like slats in the back of the seat, and I'm like, did his foot slide through this little like one inch slat? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not that. And so I actually leaned over to the women in front of us, and I'm like, because at this point both of them were looking at at the kid, and I'm like, I leaned over and I'm like. Do you have any idea how he's stuck in that seat? And the woman's like, "Well, I think his foot is just in." In I'm like, "Is it in between?" She's like, "Yeah, I think it's in there, but you know, the seat part is down, so I'm sure he's it, it hurt him. But all you have to do is just lift him up." And and, and she's like, "But every time they try to touch him, he freaks out." So I I was just listening to people talk about it. There was like yeah. an usher in my section. There was just all these people. Everyone around me was looking at the kid. Yeah. Or at least turning back every other pitch. And I was like just trying to look forward. And I heard one of the usher women say like, "Well, here they got the first aid out there now, and they're, they're they'll they'll take care of him." And like there was one woman next to me, this like kind of like sassy, like short haired, like buzz cut old lady with like like gray hair and just like a sweatshirt. And she's like, and she kind of had like gummy, like she looked like an old like kind of shit kicking lady, you know? yeah. And she was like. Oh, what the hell? Like, get that kid, just just yank him out of there or something. She was like yeah. a hard ass, like maybe like an army vet, like yeah. woman or something. And she was like being like, a t- she was like, why don't they just take the kid out of there? Like, what's the big deal, you know? Yeah. And um, and uh, and I'm just listening to the ongoing narration, and then they're like, well, they're gonna have to take the seat out, and they're like, yeah, someone's going to get, someone's going to to take the seat apart. And so at some point during the game, uh, the kid the kid stopped crying, right? And then you just hear like. Like they start, they took like a power drill and started like unbolting the seat. Oh my god! And like, and then that was loud. And then everyone like started looking. Yeah. And then like at some point they tried to pick the kid up, and the kid started going Aah! again. He started like freaking out again. Yeah. And like, I guess apparently they took the but the seat part of the seat off. Yeah. And like they got him out, and then like. I saw one of the parents like holding like a knee brace sort of thing, yeah, like, just in case or whatever. And like I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Like it was insane because it's like it's like uh, okay, my 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 phone is sitting on the on the table or something. I, I it's like or, or like here, like look, it's under like my my microphone cord. It would be like if I said like oh, I can't pick my phone up. It's under this cord. Well, yeah. like, you just move it and pick it up. It's yeah. like, what? What's going on? And like, I was ta- I was talking about this with with my girlfriend. Like, I was explaining the story, and she's like, "Well, you can't expect kids to be rational or whatever." But I'm like, it's not even about that. It's like the parents, all they got to do is lift them up. Yeah, I, and I, I mean, at that point, like you know, uh, the adults need to just take over. And even if the kid is like freaking out, yes. if you're touching him, just just let him freak out. You, you got to plow just, through. Yeah, just get him out of there. Yeah, like. And- why nobody seems to be behaving rationally? In no, this. no, no. And so I was wondering. I'm like, I'm, and I was like, why? Why did it come to this? Like, were the parent? Did the parents not get it? Did they not get how to get him out? Did they not want to like um, escalate the situation with the kid? Did they just want to keep him quiet? Because it seemed like every time, because he would start freaking out. I think every time they tried to get him out, <coughs> they would like that's like what was happening. They were trying yeah. to like lift him up. So I don't know what the hell was going on, but. Um, 
And then I was thinking, like, are they doing this because they want to sue the stadium or something? Like, right. sue the team? Yeah. And, like, they're like, well, we're not going to touch him. Let, let them take him out, and then yeah. we'll sue your ass if he's hurt. Because uh-huh. clearly he was standing on the seat and his foot slipped. That's yeah. what happened. But it, it, it's like, I don't... Next time, Jack, next time we go to a game, I want to, like, film... I like to recreate, do recreations yeah. of, of these things. So yeah. maybe we can film it and we can post it on, on raindelaytheater.com. But, yeah. like... It's just if you put your foot down and you just didn't lift it up, and then you're like, well, I'm stuck. It's, yeah. It, it, I couldn't wrap my head around it. What would be really funny is if we recreated it with you doing it, but then you got, <laughs> and you got stuck. And then and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, get me out of here. And they had to drill you out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, yeah, and then uh, whatever, Jose Abreu, Abreu turns around and is like, oh, no. Like, yeah. And then he hits a home run for me or something. Yeah, right, know. right. But, uh, yeah, it was just just insane. And, like, I know that was a long story and, and, and you weren't there, Jack, but uh, I had to share that with the podcast yeah. audience. It's insane. That's that's pretty crazy. Absolutely yeah. insane. Other than that, experience was beautiful. I got a lot of autographs. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was cool. I got to see some great Cubs prospects. And, nice. Uh, and, yeah, so... So that's that. Nice, Jeremy. Well, we ha- we do have a, a theme for this we week's do. episode too. Yes, as teased on a previous episode on the <coughs> on the White Ca- uh, White Sox uh, episode last week. I yeah, think, last, last week. week. So we're gonna go through uh, all of the players who uh, were the last people to wear number forty two for their teams. Yeah, in honor of uh, Jackie Robinson, this came up at the White Sox game. They mentioned like the last player to to wear forty two for the Sox, which I don't think showed up. Like the play, the player we have, I don't think that was a player that they named. No, and that's another thing where you just trust that they would be accurate. And- <laughs> Right. They were wrong. Yeah, apparently. correct. Yeah, it doesn't hold up to the first level of fact checking. <laughs> so, oh well, whatever. But um, so yeah, so we were doing some research and like MLB. I couldn't remember when it was, but like the MLB um, retired uh, Jackie Robinson's number on April fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Okay. Uh, the fiftieth anniversary of his first game in the majors. Oh, very good. So um, and then I mean, when did Mariano retire? Uh, uh twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. So um. So he was grandfathered. So players were grandfathered in and could wear it beyond '97. Yep. Um, but and then but then you got teams like the Rays and the uh, um, Diamondbacks who um, uh, didn't have anybody because they started after. No, no. So, and so there were a couple of repeats. A couple guys yeah. who were uh, the last guy to wear their uh, to wear number forty two for uh, a couple different teams. So Mo Vaughn wore it for how many was it? Three teams? Um, Boston, Los Angeles Angels, and the New York Mets, the Mets I believe yeah. Mo Vaughn did wear it for them. Yes. You know, I always liked Mo Vaughn. Uh, yeah. I saw him hit a long home run uh, at a San Diego Padres game when he was playing for the Angels, who were the uh, uh, they were they, they were the Anaheim Angels at that time. Okay. Uh, that was probably nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. Um, yeah, I, I always liked him. He wore the big uh, thing on elbow his right pad. arm, the yeah. big elbow pad on his right arm. Yeah, the the armor is like they used to say about Barry Bonds. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, he was one of those like first like guys, like one of those first like just like larger than life personality guys. Yep. Like he wore, he had the big earring. Yeah, wore, where in the in in during games mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't think he ever really had too many like off the field issues. No, not that I recall. So no. like he was just like a big dude, big bad dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was. He was, uh, and he was he was a good player too. Uh, yeah. so I always liked him, and I think he was Greg Vaughn's brother, if I'm not mistaken. Are they really? Yeah, I think they were brothers. They're either brothers or, or cousins. cousins. Yeah, they, they might, might be cousins. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But two uh, two pretty good power hitters. So yeah, uh, Mo Vaughn. Yeah. Um, uh, also, another guy who did it was uh, Rain Delay favorite Kirk Reeder. Yeah, Kirk Reeder, big big ears. Kirk Reeder. Um, uh, he wore it uh, for the uh, Washington uh, <coughs> National Montreal Expo franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on there a second time for the San Francisco Giants as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and those were like the Expos and the Giants were his two like big teams uh, that he um, he kind of you know made up his career basically. But uh, but yeah, he was a solid pitcher. Um, but uh, we we were I he's on our Instagram feed for some reason like we were making fun of his big ears. I think we we're making fun of his big ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't even remember why, but we we it came up. So. Right. Um. But yeah. So Kirk Reeder wore forty two. So there you go. Uh. Yeah. Another guy, Jeremy, who caught my eye. He wore it for both Detroit and Houston. Mm-hmm. Was Jose Lima. Yeah, Jose Lima. Do you remember Jose Lima? I do. I yeah, do. Yeah. He was kind of sure. crazy, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. He was. He was weird. Like he did a lot of. There's a lot of histrionics. A lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah. I, I remember there was one year. I think it was for Houston. It was one of the first years they played uh, at, uh, I think it was Enron Field at the time, but uh-huh. uh, eventually got changed to Minute Maid Park. But he, uh, I think he gave up like 48 home runs one year. And oh, I think yeah. it was 2000, maybe. Okay. Yeah. That so that was like right. a major league record. Um, 
And I think he kind of went crazy after that. But he, he also uh, hit a lot of homers too. If I recall. yeah, did he hit a lot of them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, check what year that was. I want to say it was. I think he's dead he, too. He isn't died. He? Yeah, yeah, he died. He at died 30, at age thirty-seven. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Uh, he was he, a, not not an old guy. He, I remember, he dyed his hair. He was one of the first guys to like bleach his hair, and mm-hmm. he, he uh, wore um, he wore like contacts. I feel like he had like like blue eyes or whatever. Like, yeah, or clearly like just contacts. Yeah, but um, but this is it's so in two thousand he gave up the forty-eight homers. The yeah. year before that he was an all-star and he finished fourth in Cy Young voting. Wow. And the next year he just blew up six sixty-five ERA in hundred and ninety-six innings. They just ran him out there. I, I wonder what they must have been paying him a lot of money or something. Yeah, I wonder if he signed like an extension or something. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was kind of like a, a tough blow for him. He led the league and he earned runs twice, which is pretty sad. Yeah. But uh, let me pull up his hitting numbers here really quick. Uh, standard batting. Um, oh, don't don't make me don't make me look out. Am I? Uh, maybe I was thinking of someone else. I guess. Or maybe you were just thinking of all the home runs that he did give up. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. look like he was much of a hitter. No, a one thirty average. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I take that back. But uh, there we go. So I guess I stand up to the first level of fact checking as well. I crumble, <laughs> I crumble like a stale cookie. Well, maybe I guess that's how the White Sox uh, do it. They're just like, oh yeah. <laughs> There's think- just some guy who's like, I think he was this guy, and then yep. they just put it down as fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that. Well, maybe oh. I could get hired by the Sox. Hey, spe- yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, that, Jeremy Irvin Santana, who was recently uh, released yeah, by yeah. the White up- Sox. Up- update. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I heard a very interesting fact on him. It was, I think, maybe during his last start, but they were okay. talking about on TV how Irvin Santana's real name, and we, we should get into this oh, with the next player, okay. his, uh, his real name is Johan Santana. Really? But yeah, <laughs> Johan. But like he came up and Johan Santana was doing so well that wow. he changed it to Irvin Santana. It's almost like uh, SAG AFTRA or something. Yeah, like yeah. There right? can't be two Irv- uh, Johan Santanas. No. Uh, and so uh, this this guy isn't a double up, but there was uh, the last player well, to wear it for. Wait, real quick. So Irvin Santana is released. Yes. So Irvin Santana is, is released. Yeah. He's uh, he's he's done. Yeah. Um, they, well, a, they DFA'd him. So right, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what him. I assume he's just gone. In a uh, we uh, uh, unsolved mysteries update. That's our, <laughs> that's our update. He's 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 been DFA'd like we prophesized. Uh, yeah, Jeremy. I mean, we were saying that he didn't belong in the major leagues, and we were right. Yeah, and maybe the White Sox were listening, and they, they that's what, what spurned the uh, decision. But, right. But yeah, so let's talk about San Diego's last yeah. player. Pedro uh, Martinez. Pedro Martinez, but well, not that Pedro Martinez. No, well, there was a Pedro A. Martinez, I remember. Is that was, oh, that, is was that this guy? I mean, I don't well, know why I remember There was a Ramon that. A. Mar- Ramon oh, there, a. Martinez. Oh, yeah, there was Ramon A. Martinez. That's who I'm thinking of. So Pedro Martinez, I don't remember this guy at all. No, when he, I when don't. When did he pitch? Um, he pitched from uh, 93 to 97, okay. came up with the Padres, uh, spent some time with the Mets, and ended his career with the uh, the Reds. He had 122 career games over five years. Okay. Um, 142 and two-thirds innings pitched. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his, yeah, his career ERA was 397, not that bad. No, but, not that uh, bad. I don't know, just relatively unremarkable. Maybe it yeah. was. Maybe it was like... Cachet, like maybe he just couldn't break through because of the other Pedro, like coming. He came into his own around the same time that this Pedro was in the league. So. Yeah, he should have changed his name to something else. Yeah, and you had maybe he tried Ramon Martinez, and he's like, ah, nope, also take it. Yep, so yeah, like, yeah, forget it. I'll just be the lesser Pedro. <laughs> I don't know, but um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, we don't really remember him at Rainbow no, no, Theater. just just a, just an anonymous anonymous guy. Yeah, just the last guy to wear forty two for the Padres. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, so there's some good names on this list. It's funny, Jack, because I feel like I know most of the guys on this list, at least by name. Yeah. But there's a couple guys when you get, like, the Pedro Martinez's that I don't know at all. Texas Rangers, let's talk about this guy. Mark Sagmoen. Yeah, Mark Sagmoen. I don't even know how you would pronounce it. And no. There's no, uh, there's no help. There's no key on baseball reference. But this guy Oof. played 21 career games, 46 career plate appearances. Yeah. He had one he homer. Had a, he had a homer. He had a bomb. There you can go. tell his fucking kids about that. Yeah, he'll say that, and he's like, I'm also the last son of a bitch to wear 42 for the <laughs> Rangers. Yeah. So he's got a couple uh, uh, claims to fame, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he must but... have He must have got uh, dealt to the Astros at one point, because his, uh, his baseball reference headshot has him in an Astros hat. Yeah, So he right. must have spent some time in that franchise. Yeah, he, yeah he's, maybe he's one of those guys who, like, <coughs> yeah, he must have came there for, in spring and then never... Never made it, yeah. made it out. But uh, when he was he drafted? Twenty. He debuted at the age of twenty six. Uh, let's see. Thirteenth uh, round, round ninety three. Okay. Nebraska. Uh, Lincoln uh, University of Nebraska at Lincoln. Okay. Um. 
so there you go. Yeah, Mark Mark Seg Moen. Yeah, but these are this is like this guy is like the spirit of why, why we're doing this. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, how feature. many how many people have actually met? I mean, what the hell is that guy doing now? There's no way to know. If this guy doesn't listen to the, to this episode, we might as well just shut it down because like. I guarantee you, there there might be some. Uh, there's there's a lot of baseball podcasts out there. Maybe some with the same name, but uh, definitely there's no other friggin' podcast talking about Mark Sagmoen. No, no. So there you go, gentlemen. Okay, there we go. All so right, Mark Sagmoen. Okay, so uh, uh, one guy, uh, Jeremy, that I, I want to talk about is Dennis Cook. Okay. So he wore it uh, both for the Miami, uh, Miami, then Florida Marlins franchises, mm-hmm. as well as uh, he, who was it? it? Was one other one, didn't he? What, uh, no. I oh think no, it was just one. it was just it was yeah. just uh, Miami. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Dennis Cook. He was a lefty, Jeremy. If I don't if I don't recall correctly. Yeah, I believe so. <coughs> um, I, it's funny because I remember him uh, as a lot of these guys do. I remember him from baseball cards. Okay. Like I I feel like I saw him pitch once or something. Yeah. And but I liked him just based on his baseball card. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I remember him pitching with the Mets, possibly. Yeah, he yeah did. there he was. Yeah. Um, so th- I have a weird memory of him. I was watching okay. a game on TV, uh, and somebody threw one of those, uh, uh, you know, those Nerf balls they used to have. They looked like footballs, but they had like a long thing oh, on yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. and you the, could like throw them real oh, far, I and they would, they would whistle. Yeah. I can't. I was trying to think. What yeah. those balls were, ca- uh, what those were called? Yeah, right. We, we'll have to we'll have to do some research into oh, the, that. Do you remember the commercial for those? Uh, not really. It well, was like, like go long, real long, or something yeah, like that. or go deep, real deep. One of those. Two yeah, things. okay. And okay. then then the kid throws it, and then you see the kid running for it, and he's like, he runs by like the 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 pyramids and like you know the hanging gardens of Babylon or yeah. whatever, and then he catches it. And it's like, wow, that really did go far. <laughs> but if. Yeah, so continue well, with the okay, story. I'll so, find out so what it's he called. was uh, Dennis Cook was on the mound. He was pitching for the Mets at the time, and somebody threw one of those. Uh, oh, is it a vortex? Yeah, the yeah. Nerf Sports vortex. I okay, think. yeah. So he was he was pitching. He was on the mound. Somebody threw a vor- uh, a vortex onto yeah. the field, and so like he just like you know they stopped playing. He picked it up and like with his left arm, he like he he threw it into the either the stands or pro- probably to like some ball boy who was on okay, the sides. Okay, but like I remember seeing him throw it, and it was like a high arcing throw that like spiraled really well okay. and I was like oh wow you know I wonder if he played like football or that something. would have been yeah that would have been like a fun uh like chance for him to just like you know either throw it back into the stands or like throw it to the ball boy but like try to throw it like a real football pass or right whatever. right um a la as we're talking about baseball cards the like 1991 or 92 uh upper deck Nolan Ryan baseball card where he's throwing <coughs> he's throwing the football which was like that was like the coolest thing back in the day oh like, nice like, oh my god Nolan Ryan's throwing a football on a baseball card like yeah that's what like made upper deck like so cool but uh yeah when again these baseball the baseball card episode is coming folks <laughs> it's coming yeah, the vortex was always a nice uh toy to have too uh because it could make anybody like look like they could throw a spiral yeah i was exactly. never good at throwing a spiral like yeah. with an actual football yeah so right. that was why that was nice yeah because yeah football is t- it's too big yeah <laughs> sadly <laughs> you, sadly you have big enough hands it's for way that. too big yeah. uh so, um, uh, Jeremy, Michael Jackson. Yeah, for, uh, for Cleveland. For Cleveland. Um, I do think that maybe they, they did call him Mike Jackson, like, okay. like uh, you know, uh, casually or whatever. Right, but just because it's so obviously the name Michael Jackson. Talk about cachet and, like, you know, credit. This guy, like, just... And, and talking about, you know, peaks and valleys. I mean, at one point it was a bummer to be that name because he was overshadowed. Now, yeah. In the yeah. Po- in the post-Finding Neverland uh, uh, era that we're in now, mm-hmm. uh, where Michael Jackson's canceled. Um, yep. You know, uh, yeah. So so anyway, so but I remember Michael Jackson, the pitcher, like, um, he, uh, like... Um, from what I recall, he was like a solid like relief pitcher. Just like a long time, like, <coughs> almost like a la Arthur Rhodes or like... Our boy David Weathers, or, yep. you know Mike Stanton. I think he was like one of those like guys, maybe not to that level, but he Darren was Darren Oliver. Yeah, exactly. He was around for a long time as like a, a, a middle relief pitcher. Yeah, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I remember about Michael Jackson was, um, and to get back to baseball cards once again, uh, in the back of Beckett baseball cards, uh, they would have like I think it was called like fun cards or something or cool cards, and like people would take a card and like do something to it based on like the name like i remember there was a pitcher named mark clear and they like somehow erased his face and like his they erased his whole body except for like his hat and his uniform to, and so he was like clear mark clear like oh wow you couldn't see him yeah uh and uh i remembered like i like and they would publish these and i think they, <coughs> they did like michael jackson and they like 
put like a jerry curl on them and like maybe like a sequin jacket or something like someone just drew it over the car oh yeah whatever. but it yeah. was like those were like the coolest things uh and then in later years the uh baseball card vandals would come out and they would like make like a a, a small following based on that concept or whatever Interesting. But, uh, but yeah i remember that from from uh beckett and uh uh, Michael Jackson specifically. So, okay. So there you go. Um, so uh, let's talk about the Cubs real quick. Yeah. Uh, last Cub to wear number 42, Glenn Allen Hill. Yeah, I remember Glenn Allen Hill, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, always stood out to me because he had two first names. Yeah, I know. Glenn yes. Allen is very odd. Yeah, I know. And it, there was no space in between. No. Nope. It was just, it was a compound name. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's as if like, you know, one of us was named Jack Jeremy or Jeremy Jack. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, but um, he was hit for a little power, right? He, was a man, he hit the ball on the roof. Uh, across the street on, on uh, across Waveland, like, really? Yeah, he hit it on the roof. Wow! Um, and like, yeah, I mean, that was a prodigious shot, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what that's what he's known for. Okay, like, he'll always be known for that. And there's video on that. Um, and uh, that's cool. Yeah, and he's a base coach now. I think uh, I, you know, maybe the the Blue Jays, maybe the Astros. He, mm-hmm. He's he's in the league still coaching. I okay, believe. okay. Yeah, so he's he's around, but uh, he'll always be known for hitting the rooftop on the fly. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah I, so, Jack, let's just acknowledge it at this point. Like, baseball cards are going to come up a lot, at least for me. Sure. Because, again, I knew these guys, because of the, the time frame when this happened uh, and, like, you couldn't watch every game. Right. Like, you, I knew guys from baseball cards. And, like, I either I liked them or disliked them based on, like, their, what they looked like on their card. For sure. You yeah. Know? You know, I actually know some of these guys mainly from Stratomatic, too, oh, to Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You. So that's the, yeah. the, 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 uh, the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. I suppose. But... Uh, for the Cincinnati Reds, Roger Salkeld. Okay. Like, that's a guy who I totally liked a lot because of his card. He came up with the Mariners in the early 90s, mm-hmm. may, perhaps overshadowed by Griffey and uh, Randy Johnson. But he was, like, a hard-throwing, like, pitcher I, um, that was, like, uh, you know, touted uh, as a prospect. And, like, I liked him based on his card. Like, his name was – his name is cool, Roger Salkel. Yeah, that's a good name. Like, I remember, like, the first time, like, I read it, I couldn't – I didn't – I couldn't figure out how to say it. So I, <coughs> I just called him, like, Sal, Salked or, like, Stalked, Stalked or yeah. whatever. And then I was, like, watching – I finally saw him, like, on a broadcast against the White Sox or something. And I heard him – I heard them say Salkeld. And I'm like, that's, that's a cool name. Um, it's hard to say, but yeah, uh, it is. But uh, so he was on the Reds apparently, and like um, that must have been in the twilight of his career, and like he never became anything. Um, I was probably his biggest fan, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but yeah, he he was a Mariner at some point. Okay, well, uh, Jeremy, one uh, one, we should just go to Scott Ruffcorn okay. right now. Let's do so it. so th- I don't even remember. So he he was the last player to wear number forty two for the White Sox. Yeah. I don't remember who they said was the last guy to wear forty two. Yeah, I don't. But it wasn't either. Scott Ruffcorn. It totally was not. No, yeah. no, I I don't know. Um, <coughs> and you know, again, like uh, uh I think um, I I think like uh, a guy that I so I know this guy who used to pitch for the uh, White Sox, and I. I believe he came up with him and he mentioned him like they're, they were friends or whatever. Oh, really? But I don't know anything. Like, again, I think he came up around the time when I was like kind of out of baseball. So I don't really know too much about him. I don't know the, I know the Scott Ruffcorn. I, I actually really don't. How many How many years did he play? Can we pull up his yeah, numbers? Yeah, let's do that if you vamp for a second. Uh, yeah. What, um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I wonder if Gene Honda enjoyed, uh, enjoyed saying his name. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Scott Ruffcorn. Yeah, well, okay, so 6'4", two, uh, two, 215, yeah. Uh, so out of Baylor. Pretty, okay, out of Baylor. He's Texas, a pitcher. He's yeah, a pitcher. Texas guy. Yeah, he, he was a, like a relief pitcher. Oh, okay, so he pitched for a couple years. Ooh, ERA is uh, <coughs> quite high. Almost, oh, that's a almost, that's a that's a big ERA. My yeah, goodness, it's a, almost a divi- divisible of forty two. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, and a pretty good sample size too. I mean, seventy career innings with an eight fifty seven ERA. That's yeah. uh, that's really ugly. Yeah, it just didn't stick around, I guess. No, but, uh, but yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Okay, I, I mean, so Scott uh, Scott Ruffcorn, uh, good to know. Well, uh, all right, White Sox. Next season, you know, you've got you've got almost a whole year to get it right. Yeah, we'll see if exactly. you can do it. Um, um, let's talk about another double uh, yeah. appearance on the on the list. Armando Reynoso. I remember this guy's name from yeah. Stratomatic, but he never really. Uh, he, I, I think I want to say he was probably just an average pitcher. I'm gonna. I'm, I haven't looked at his career numbers. I'm gonna guess no career All Star games um, for. Yeah, probably not. But he had some kind of thing. He was either he either started the first game for the Rockies, or he was like the. 
he had like a first for the Rockies. I think. Okay. So he was he was um, he was retired for he was the last player to wear it for uh, the Atlanta Braves and the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean for. So no 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 career uh, no. Uh, appearances in the All Star game a four seventy four career ERA in but over a thousand innings I almost want to say that he started the first game for the the Colorado that's, Rockies that's very possible um, let's see what we got here um, no David Need did okay okay but I um, I don't know there's some, maybe he like led the led the team in wins for a little bit or well something. It's, he also did he also pitch with the Diamondbacks yeah he did. Yeah. Uh, no, but that wouldn't have been their first season. No. So I was thinking maybe he pitched the first game for the Diamondbacks, but yeah. no, nah, not to be. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Armando Reynoso. Um, Interesting. But uh, he's getting a mention on Rain Delay Theater. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Jeremy, Lenny Webster for Baltimore. I remember Lenny Webster okay, uh, from Stratomatic. Yeah. Okay. So he was a, he was a catcher. Um, uh, he played, well, uh, he, I mainly remember, remember him from the Expos. Okay. Um, Is he uh, the same person as Lenny Harris? No, Lenny Harris okay. played for the Brewers. Lenny Harris is like a career pinch hitter. Yeah, uh, he, that, that that guy I know. That's what he was famous for, yeah. uh, and he played with the Brewers for a little while. Okay. Uh, and me and my dad always used to make fun of people saying like, "Oh, that was such a good signing for the Brewers to sign Lenny Harris." <laughs> yeah, uh, that, I mean that was where the franchise was at at that point. That happened with the Cubs too. He was he was he, on he was on the Cubs as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. I almost want to say in 03 he was on the Cubs. Oh my goodness! Wow. Um, okay, or he maybe was around 04. for a while. Yeah, he was. Yeah, for sure. I'd say mostly like a Dodger, known as a Dodger. Maybe. Okay, yeah. But Lenny Webster, not the same person as Lenny Harris. Okay. Uh, Lenny Webster was just a scrub. He was a backup catcher. I'd be surprised if he ever got more than 300 at-bats in a year. Yeah, but, probably not. Uh, so, I'm not even going to look him up. No, it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Scott Carls. You had, you had really never heard of Scott Carl. I know the name, you know but the I, name? I, I, yeah. I couldn't say anything. Yeah. Is, he, is he the son of uh, George Carl? Uh, uh, no, no. That's okay. uh, That would be Kobe Carl, who okay. played uh, basketball at Boise State. Okay. Um. Uh, no, but uh, Scott Carl, uh, he was in the Brewers rotation for a few years. I okay. mean, he was like one of their guys on a bunch yeah. of bad Brewers teams. I think rightfully so. He's a guy that you would remember, and I would not. Yeah, yeah. He was fan, he was a left he was a lefty, but yeah, he oh, was okay. he was bad. There's no reason to remember him if you're not a Brewers fan. Okay. We should mention that Michael Jackson was also uh, 42 for the Minnesota for, Twins. For the as Twins well. as well. So yeah, he was a duplicate guy. Uh, so we, well, let's uh, let's go do uh, Butch Husky, Jeremy. Okay, sure. Um, so do you remember Butch Husky? I, I, yeah. I don't like have uh, very specific like memories, uh, but I remember one play in particular where he ran into the wall and like smashed his face into the wall. Oof! oof. Uh, it was it was during it was during that like turn ahead the clock promotion. Yeah, that teams did in like '99 or something. Yeah, which like again that was I missed that I completely missed that I would have went crazy for it because. It's so weird that they did that. We maybe we should do. I mean, I don't know. I think there's been articles written about it, so maybe we don't need to, to tackle this. But teams did promotions where they were like they were like the Jupiter Mets or something like the like different teams did. And like as far as I can tell, the Cubs didn't participate in it. Yeah. But the Seattle Mariners did, and they wore these crazy uniforms. And actually, they they did a throwback to them last year. Oh, really? Uh, that they wore them, and like they were sleeveless uniforms, right? And so I think Ben Gamble now. Uh, um, current uh, brewer yep. wore the sleeveless thing without a shirt underneath. Nice, and it was supposed to be worn with a shirt underneath. But yeah. like they and like Ken Griffey Jr. back in the day wore was able to wear his hat backwards during, oh, wow. in, during the game, and so yeah. D. Gordon did that. Mm-hmm. But but Ben Gamble wore it without it, and he was like he had like all these tattoos and stuff. Yeah. Um. But uh, in the original time around, Butch Husky uh was playing like outfield and like went went back for a home run and he was running and he was looking back at the ball and he turned around and he hit he hit right into the wall like like Looney Tunes <coughs> like uh, Roadrunner mm-hmm. style. Yeah, yeah, like there's an, like, there's an imprint of him uh, uh yeah, like in the wall or something, yeah, you know. And, like yeah. he I actually think he broke his nose on that play or oh something. There was something bad, but like yeah. But he was a big dude. Yeah, living up to his name. Yeah, he was a big dude. Uh, a good name, Butch Husky. Uh, I remember him from Stratomatic uh, Baseball. He, okay. he was typically, a, I think, a corner outfielder and first baseman. Okay. Um, poor fielder at all of those positions. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and we, I guess we just talked about it too. Yeah, for sure. Um, his name uh, also, like his first and last name, also like are like uh, synonyms. For each other, yeah, right? yeah, Butch and Husky, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, uh, yeah, and never like never great power numbers, despite being such a big guy. Okay. So like, uh, I never like liked putting him in the lineup because he was a poor fielder and kind of a boring hitter. Okay, uh, but he enough. was he wore he wore, and I don't even remember him playing with the Mariners. I remember him with yeah. the Mets. Uh, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, last guy forty two for the Mariners. Yeah. 
Uh, Jeremy, another guy uh, who stuck out to me was Jose Oliva. Uh, okay, this is good. another this is another dead guy. Unfortunately, Jose oh, Oliva okay. is dead. But you should look up his uh, his numbers. Okay. Um, so he wore it for last for the Cardinals. I remember him for the Braves. He had a a, a, fa- a fantastic. Uh, uh, 1994 season for the Atlanta Braves. Look, look up what he had. Yeah, 59 at bats. He had six home runs, which is 288. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so six homers and 59 at bats. Uh, because Stratomatic is based on like averages. Like his card was sick. Um, like okay. if you, it, you know, if you if you were to uh, multiply that out uh, over like 162 mm-hmm. games. Uh, so you know he's averaging a home run every 10 at bats. Yeah, so if right. he had, you know, if he had 600 at bats, he would hit 60 homers. Yeah, so right. Yeah. His card was his card was choice <laughs> in 1994. Nice. And I was okay. sad to uh, learn. I was like sad to learn that he died when he died. Sure. You know, I probably mourned his death more than like <laughs> any baseball fan. Wow, that this is great insight, Jack. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I don't remember this guy at all. Yeah. Um, but uh, there you go. So, so there, there you go. And I, I want to say, yeah, he never yeah, batted more than 200 times in a season. No, it was no, always no. under that. So yeah, kind of an anonymous player. Who oh, yeah, was, he actually only played the one more season because this is combined because he played with the uh, Braves. Oh, oh wow! Oh my goodness! Yeah. So uh, yeah, that only played one more season after that. That's crazy. I guarantee. I bet if I asked my dad, I would say, "Do you remember Jose Oliva?" He would say yes. So yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he was. Uh, I wonder if there was like some issue, like he had some issues <coughs> that, that made them get. Rid- Maybe they just try to sell high on him or something. <laughs> right. Right. Which would make sense. Sure. But. Um, all right, so that's Jose. Yeah, Oliva. Jose Oliva. Um, um, Toronto was Xavier Hernandez. I don't remember him. I mean, I only know him from baseball cards. Yep. I remember his like upper deck card. He was on the Astros. Um, I did. I called out like I think he was an Astro, and we pulled him up, and, and it, 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 he was. I was thinking of the right guy. Um, he just looked like a tall pitcher, but like nothing remarkable. Uh huh. Um, but apparently he was on the Blue Jays, and he wore forty two. Uh, uh, Jeremy. Um, uh, let's see. Tom Goodwin. Tom Goodwin. Sorry about uh, Tom Goodwin. Yeah. He was pretty, actually, a pretty good player, right? Was he an outfielder for the Royals? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah was he a center, a center fielder? I believe so. He was like that like kind of tall, <laughs> skinny, fast center fielder yeah. guy. He was on the Cubs at some point, and mm-hmm. he was even, I want to say he was a Cubs base coach, I believe, for okay. a year or two. He might still be a base coach. Um, possibly with uh, the Astros, he was. I think he was a base coach with the Astros at some point, and he's he. Yeah, he was around. He he was he had been around a lot in the league and has continued to coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Goodwin. He was on the uh, national staff at one point. Too. Oh, was he? Okay, but uh, but yeah. So he he's probably coached with as many teams as he played with, which was a lot, probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, he was like just. You know, he was like a poor man's Kenny Lofton or something, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, last one to wear forty two for the Royals. Interestingly enough, um, Jack, do you remember Buddy Groom? At yeah, was all? he was he a relief pitcher? I think he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I remember Oakland, him from his name from Stratomatic. Okay, Oakland yeah. Athletics. He was the last one to wear forty two. Um, don't know anything more. Than no, that. not really. Relief pitcher uh, Toby Borland, Jeremy, last yeah. guy to wear it for the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, I you think remember him. I was. Is he related to Al Borland from Home Improvement? <laughs> was that Al's last name? Yeah, yeah, it was. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Al uh, Richard Kern. Um, wow. Uh, but uh, did he come up before? <laughs> As I'm saying Richard Kern, I'm like, I think that I might have said You know, it, it rings a bell, man. <laughs> and I think you yeah. might have said the same. You had the same reaction. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but uh, Toby Borland, I don't really, there's nothing really no. standing out to me. Jason Schmidt for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Jason Schmidt was an all-star, I believe. Um, <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was a good pitcher. Uh, signed a huge contract with the Giants, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, let's see. Wow, three time for a long time. Yeah, uh, three hundred. No, no, no. Um, one hundred thirty career wins, uh, three ninety six ERA. But uh, in the two thousand three um, uh, Giants, he led the ERA, uh, the majors, or at least the National League in ERA with a two thirty four. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, he was a good guy. I just remember his early years with the uh, Pirates, like doing well against the Cubs or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then it was good to get him out of the division. Right. But uh, but yeah, and so that um, that leads us to the Los Angeles Dodgers, who yeah. um, we all know, of course, who the last person to wear forty two uh, was for the Dodgers. Yeah, who was it Jack? It was obviously Ray Lamb, Ray uh, who wore Lamb. it in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, he wore it in nineteen sixty nine. So this was like the whole like twist. To the, this is like the Shyamalan esque twist. Yeah, uh, to this episode. what a twist! Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's uh, Ray Lamb. Yeah. So the, uh, 
the Dodgers retired Jackie Robinson's number in 1972, I think we saw. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so, yeah, Ray Lamb wore it in 1969. Uh, he uh, he also looks like he wore glasses, uh, according to his headshot. Yeah, God, what is he? He looks like, um, like a neighbor in, like, a movie that takes place in the South. Like, he has a pickup truck, and he's like, yeah, those kids better get away from the landmines or something, you know? Yeah, know. yeah, no, no. He looks like, uh, like uh, what 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 was that uh, that movie with Sidney Poitier and Rod Steiger? Um, uh, uh, in the Heat of the Night? He, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks okay. like he could be in the cast of that. I could see that, yeah. Um, he's like the, uh, you know... Um, a, sh- a sheriff underneath the deputy or something. Right, yes, yes. Yeah, um, yeah you know, he... Uh, uh, so, so, Jeremy, to, I guess to end it on a... Well, we don't have to end it right here, but to, to sort of bring up a, a happy note, uh, Ray Lamb is still alive. We've, yeah, we've got had nice. a couple guys here who have passed on, but Ray Ray Lamb appears to be uh, 74 years old. Yeah, UCLA guy. Yeah, okay. So he seems like a California guy. He was yeah. born in Glendale, California. And he, he came up... Uh, he debuted in '69, and he wore six. He wore '42, and uh, I can only imagine like he wore it, and then someone was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You can't wear that number." Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny to me, like, to think about like these guys who wore '42 <laughs> or maybe didn't wear '42 because of like the connotations or whatever. I mean, I don't think anyone thought about it. I, I, there might have been some guys who were like wanted to wear it to honor to honor Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. Yep. But uh, and then it's interesting, like the players who continued to wear it after he retired yeah um i don't know what i think mariano just like wanted to honor him or something but uh but yeah oh and of course mariano rivera wore it for the right yeah we almost didn't mention that i think i checked him off my list before we even talked about yeah 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 Um, yeah of course so uh yeah so that that's those are all the guys who uh who wore number 42 last for all of the respective teams yeah Uh, again it, it if we have one uh uh, you know, trick up our sleeves. It's talking about like these fringe players. Yep. And this was like a great way, another excuse to to bring up like the Roger Salkelds and Dennis Cooks and Butch Huskies of the world. Right, right. Uh, and you know, an, unre- an an unremarkable list it was, Jeremy. I'd say the I'd, <laughs> I'd say the I'd say the best guy out of that is Mo Vaughn. Like by oh a, yeah, by, oh, besides Rivera, uh, yeah, Mo sure. Vaughn, pretty much by a country mile. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, there you go. So uh, all right. Um, well, we uh, are still in plans to uh, go to our next game. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I believe the next game will be, or the next episode will be a recap episode. Pro- yes, uh, I, I I believe so as well, Jeremy. I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, mad that like the White Sox are playing a good homestand this week. Like uh, they're, they're they're playing the Orioles and the Red Sox, uh, but okay. the weather is projected to be awful the whole the whole week. Yeah. Um, like I said, it just snowed a couple days ago. It did, yeah. Snowed. I mean, I would have liked to go uh, go out and see the Chris Davis show, but uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe next year. Yeah, too bad he doesn't have that streak going still. Right, right. That uh, would have been uh, awful for him. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so I guess that's going to do it for this episode. Yeah, sure right. will. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm Jeremy Dionisio. I'm Jack Sarkowski. We'll catch you next time. All right. All right.